Well, hello. I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Sacred Safe Space Podcast. And I'd like to start this off with a prayer of gratitude. I give thanks and credit to the Creator for all I have. For my family, for shelter, for the vision, for protecting me, guiding me, and using me for His divine purpose. I give thanks to my higher self and intuition for its direction and wisdom. I give thanks to the universe and trust that it will bring all blessings and abundance in perfect timing. I give thanks to my ancestors, known and unknown, that fight for me and assist me on the spiritual journey in this earthly body. I give thanks to the spiritual deities that assist in my involvement of spiritual growth. Finally, I give thanks for all of you listening and that you may receive the messages given through this broadcast. And I'd like to follow that up with the abundance mantra. I am open and receptive to all the wealth life offers me. I deserve prosperity. I thank the universe for all the prosperity that is mine today. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Today on the Sacred Safe Space podcast, we're going to talk about the boogeyman behind the mask. That's right, we're going to get knee deep into it today, baby. But before I get into it, I like to talk about my appreciation for audio versus video. See, the thing about it is when people, if they press play on a podcast, they really want to hear what you have to say. The thing about video is a lot of distractions can come into play. People might get distracted by a single hair out of place, a hole in the sock, or whatever else that seems to grab their attention and just comes out of nowhere to allow for distraction and the message to get lost. So I appreciate all of y'all. But back to the message. Why are people afraid to be their authentic self? What is it about confronting self that is to be avoided at all costs? Why is it when individuals choose to be authentic, they are still met with criticism and condemnation? One thing is true. We all have to check ourselves. From the prim and proper and self-righteous to the people in the middle, on down to the ignorant and wretched. None of us are above being checked. Now, wretched people I don't do. And it's not because I'm judging them. And I'm not saying ratchet. I'm saying wretched. A little bit of ratchet is all right. It's got its place. But I'm talking about the wretched. I don't do that because I I protect my space. Everybody is where they at and I don't have no judgment for it. But I got to protect my space and my energy. But again, why are we afraid to examine what's inside of ourselves? Even when we're in the dark and we could be in the corner of a closet with the door closed. We still have an issue of looking within. Why can't we be honest? Is it that subconsciously we're afraid of the boogeyman that resides behind the mask? Maybe that isn't it. Maybe we aren't afraid of the boogeyman. Maybe we are cool with it, complacent. Maybe we don't want to do the work that leads to a better version of self. Think about it. There ain't no cameras around you. You're not in no reality TV. Ain't nobody recording you. You don't have a paparazzi. They're not snapping pictures. So what's the issue? No one's about to drop a dime on you. So why do you feel uncomfortable to get to the bottom of who you are? Now look here. I'm going to use myself as an example. This way I can verbally illustrate my point clearly. And you will also realize that I don't feel that I'm superior to anyone. Keep in mind, I'm keeping it real on this podcast. The theme of it is 
from hood to Hollywood. It's to include everybody. I'm not trying to be bourgeois. I'm not perfect, nor am I Jesus' girlfriend. <laughs> I get that from a friend of mine. She always, that's her little saying. Okay, you Jesus' girlfriend. I can be honest with who I am. People are going to have an issue with you no matter what you do. They will have an issue if you are perfect. They had an issue with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ ruffled feathers. Even when he was quiet, he was making noise to people. If I know who I am, is a job, and I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to sit up and take notes on the lies that I'm telling y'all. That's too much. Now, here's the type of things that I tell myself, being honest with myself. You're pretty smart. You're nice looking. You have a decent life. You aren't doing too bad, but you ain't perfect. You could be a few shades darker, but that isn't self-hate on my part. I want to be clear. <laughs> I just truly think that if I was a few shades darker, my eyes would pop more. But that's some vanity type shit. I'm going to go ahead and be honest, but that's humans. We all got some things. If you really be honest, there's some things about yourself that if you could, you would tweak. Look at all the people with money. Some of them do have self-hate going on. Because at the end of the day, if you start looking like a puppet by the time you get done tweaking yourself... You didn't like yourself. Some of these people are messed up. And I'm not going to name no names. But if you think long and hard enough, you know who been picking with their face and it ain't quite right. They don't even recognize themselves anymore. Hell, they got to have a caption and an identity tag for us to know who they are. Because they didn't mess themselves up so bad. Now, I'm not judging. I'm just saying some things are true. And sometimes the truth sounds like you're judging. Sometimes the truth is unfavorable. And people hate the truth. It's like the bitch that goes around sleeping with everybody's man. Nobody likes her. That's what the truth is. Now, I will do and have done much for people. Now, I'm explaining myself a little deeper to you. I want you to get to know truly who I am so you can get a full picture. We're going to develop a relationship here. And the only way to do so is to be transparent. Now, one thing about me, I will do a lot for people. I have done a lot for people. People have stayed in my home and all type of stuff. They have stayed in my house. They've eaten my food and all that's fine. But one thing you're not going to do. I don't want people all up in my space all day. I don't want to sit up and talk to you all day. That don't mean I'm not going to engage you. We're going to have conversations sometime. But the point is, I value my space and time to myself. Because I am one to analyze and evaluate things. That's how I roll. So... While examining myself, I realized some of the things that I took for granted. Some of the things that you have, and you have it too, things that you should be grateful for, that you look over. Something as simple as my natural hair, through all the vanity, right? Because you know when the coronavirus hit, well, you couldn't get your hair done and all that. You was toe up. I was one of them people toe up because I can't do hair. But through the vanity of it all, I ended up having to cut all my hair and realized how much I appreciate it and how much is my favorite hairstyle yet that I've had in all my years of living so that's a part of getting real even getting real you got to realize when you're taking things for granted when you're being selfish you're not being grateful that's all a part of it more people need to know who they are being honest about it we can all govern ourselves accordingly when we know who one another is. For example, if you my cousin, you a crackhead. Now, I'm not judging you because everybody got a path and everybody's got to learn. It's, it's a necessary chaos, evil, um, 
good, graciousness, all of it is, has its place. So we got to be careful judging people. But at the end of the day, a crackhead, especially one that steals, and, and I would think that a lot of them do, especially when they got a real bold habit. And I mean, I don't know nobody who's just managing crack. I don't know one. And it might be. I'm just saying, I don't know that. If you're a crackhead, you're my cousin. I got to know that. Because if you're stealing shit, I can't have you. I got to either know I got to put some shit up in my house or you can't come in my house. You see what I'm saying? But I got to be able to govern myself accordingly. If we know where everyone stands, we can begin to work with one another. Because I don't think the issue is ever who people are. It's who they portray to be that causes the conflict. I can handle who you are. I can't handle your representative. Especially if you got a stone cold lion ass representative. That's not something I can handle. And the thing is, is we need to grow as a people and learn to respect and love each one another for who we are. People got issues. And sometimes with your issues, you can't manage how people want to interact with you. You got to address that. But we will be a better world. We will, we will live in a better place and, and have more cohesiveness if we were more honest. Because we can work with that. We can make a plan. This person's good for that. This person's good. Oh, you steal. You know, because you got to steal. So we know if we got to infiltrate, we can get you to go over here and get the food or whatever. I mean, that's just a ludicrous example. But you know how to put people in position, whatever that position might be. See, the real truth is many of us are unwilling to do the work. We are unwilling to look at who we are because we know if we do, then we have to address those things that are not so favorable. And some things are just a part of your personality. But you know, there are some things that can be changed. We all have room for change. Let's be clear. We have, all have room for involvement. So, to my next point, we don't like to change. We don't like to do the work to, to change and tweak ourselves. And we damn sure don't want to do the work for a better place see this brings me to my next point basically we want change in the world without doing the work that's why so many people say vote 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 now i'm going to let you know before i get deeper into this next point i will not be bullied i'm not going to let anybody bully me this is my opinion and i feel as adults we should be able to respect one another's opinion I didn't say keep it as a Bible. I didn't say write it down, pin it on your wall. I didn't say choke it down your mama's throat or slap your grandmammy upside the head with it. I'm just telling you how I feel. And hopefully you can respect and appreciate it. Opinions shouldn't lead to violence. Look at all the discord in the world. It's because of different opinions and how we feel. It's crazy. Beliefs. Thought forms has caused wars in the world because we hold so firmly to what we believe. But does what you believe, is it really fact? In some regards, beliefs can ride in the lane of fact. But sometimes we hold on to beliefs a little bit more firmly than we should. Now, I have an issue with telling people to vote. Oh, I know this is going to make some people upset, but just stay with me for a second. I have an issue with telling people 
to vote because voting's not going to change anything. <sighs> I know. I know. I already know. But it's not, though. Especially for the people that are saying vote the most, which would be my people, black people. We have no economic security in this country for voting to even matter. You want someone to come in in a system that's already broken and be your white knight. It doesn't work like that. In the news, it said that Joe Biden has a 91% chance of winning the electoral college vote. It said nothing about the popular vote. It said the electoral college vote. Let's say for argument's sake that the uh, the popular vote or, or the votes you and I put in that collect up to the masses actually slips through and elects the president. It's still not going to change anything. And I'm going to tell you why. When you have a manager at your job, the manager comes in not with their own policies and things to enforce, but they enforce the policy of the institution of which they manage. It's the same thing as the president. He has a job to do. He can wave. He can kiss babies. He can keep the crowd, He, you know, keep the crowd tame. Trump doesn't do a good job of that. But, you know, he's the buffer. He could do a few things, but he ain't really running shit. Think about it. They texting your phone. They calling your phone. They calling your grandma. They sending out bounty hunters down there to get your vote. For what? Think about it. It's really just a popularity contest. It's like electing prom king. It's better to vote in the local elections. And even with that, do they call you every time they push a, a, a policy or a law through for you? No. They ain't ringing your phone and texting you and all this stuff constantly like they do now. Then they're like, okay, what can I pass just to stay up under the radar and still uh, keep my lifestyle? Because I, I, I'm in the system. I can't be bucking the system. See, the thing is, people, the system has to go. It doesn't matter who you put in here. It's all going to be more of the same. They're just swapping people out. And that's what you don't understand. And the reason why people, our people say vote, 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 vote. Because they don't want to do what's necessary to make change. They don't want to do work. It's the same thing as why we love going to church and religion. We love paying our tithes and saying a couple prayers and God's going to fix it all. We love the thought that one day that Jesus is going to return from heaven. He's going to come through the clouds in all his might and glory with his staff in his hand, holding the vengeance of heaven and hell in his hand on a unicorn horse. He's going to be dressing all white with his hair just flowing in the wind. Like he's in some kind of hair commercial. And every knee is going to bow and everyone's going to shudder. Because that sounds excellent. The hero at the end of all the chaos. Why the people did nothing. Because for God's sakes, after all, we're incapable of doing anything for ourselves. God didn't give us what we need on this earth. We're completely handicapped and helpless. Isn't that right? Oh, or did that make you mad? It probably made you mad because you really do know that we have been given everything that we need. 
My people die because of the lack of knowledge. And we also die because of our unwillingness. Now the reason behind that I don't know. It could be a lot of factors. But I guess at this point the factors doesn't matter. Because if you want change we got to get past that. We got to push beyond that. All the things that hinders us. The, the brainwashing, the slave mentality, the Jim Crow, the, the Oedipus complex, or whatever we got going on, whatever we want to throw at the wall, we've got to get past it. If we want change, we have to do the work. Listen, I'm not saying what I'm saying is fact. You don't have to take my word for it. Some of these things you got to feel. This is the thing that's on the spiritual level. You know, I hate to use sex, right? But I'm going to use it in this context to illustrate my point. When it comes to having sex, right? You and your boo is getting it on. Your boo can't look and you say, this feels really good. And then you say, you know what? It does. I think I'm about to get off right now. No, that ain't how that work. If you ain't feeling it, ain't nothing going down. You got to feel that thing. You got to feel it. Some of these things you have to feel. Everything ain't going to be found in a book. Some things are experience. Some things are feeling. Some things are a feeling. You got to know that though. So I'm not saying. Take it all. What I'm saying. Just think about it. Marinate on a bit. And just know that. On the same token. You're not going to know everything. You know why? Because you can't handle everything. If you knew everything, you would lose it. If you really knew, that's why we grow in stages. This is why we evolve in stages. This is why the creator has set things up in a way that it is. You're going to get everything you need at the appointed time that you need it. You're not going to get everything at once. Boom, because it would take your ass up out of here. I'm going to give you a prime time example. Adam and Eve. This is how I interpret it. Again, this is my interpretation. Adam and Eve was walking around in the Garden of Eden. They didn't have nothing to worry about. They didn't have to worry about no punk-ass water bill. They didn't have to worry about shootouts. They didn't have to worry about getting jumped at the corner store. Somebody taking their buffs off their face. You know, crazy stuff. They didn't have to worry about uh, <laughs> going too far on the Wi-Fi and all this kind of nonsense. They didn't have to worry about the repo man and all that. They got to lay around. They had they had uh, animals for friends. They had food at their will. They had it all. But Eve got hung up because the instruction was not to touch and mess with that tree. Not to eat of that tree. She went on and convinced Adam. Now, she didn't. they didn't know they was naked. They didn't know nothing about it. But then when the fruit was eaten by Adam, then... Uh, the awakening happened. Now they know too much. See, it wasn't meant for them because they, they you can't handle it. And then came the consequences thereafter. It's consequences of knowing things before you need to know them. But some of y'all, you know, you know, Carol, I ain't had enough shit today. So let's go. Let's go looking for some shit. Come on and, and go ahead and bring Ben and them and have them come on help us dig some shit up. Did you see anything? Did you get to the shit? Do you see? I'm looking for some shit. Keep digging. That's how some of y'all are. Y'all just gotta know. You gotta know. And then when you know, 
my God, sometimes it's not cracked up to what you thought it was going to be. Sometimes you wish you could unknow what you know. So sometimes you ought to stop looking. I'm just saying, listen, none of us know it all. I'm telling you from my experiences and how I feel and what resonates with me. And you could take that for how it is. But nevertheless, I wanted to get on here and have a talk with y'all. We got to be comfortable with who we are. We got to get to the point where we search and find out who we are. Because when we're honest with ourselves, we can be honest with others. And when we're honest with others, others can get in line and, and respond accordingly. We can govern ourselves accordingly. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm not trying to piss you off today. I just want to talk to you and give you a different point of view. I want y'all to know that I love y'all and I love us. And this is just the first of many episodes. And again, I want to reiterate that I am doing this on a recorder. But one day, we're going to be state of the art. And I'm hoping... That you are around to see us and be with us on that day. And maybe you listening to me, you might end up part of the podcast. You might be a guest to tell your story. See, on this form, I'm going to come with all kinds of things. But it's all going to be some way tied into a spiritual nature. It's okay, man. It's all kind of things out here. It's all, it's demons, it's angels, it's principality. It's all kind of energies out here that you wouldn't even believe. Even if you could see it, you would wish you didn't. This is a battle, but you can win it. You got to figure out who you are. You got to love who you are. Send yourself forgiveness and love. And begin to address things slowly but surely. But we got to do the work individually. So that we can do the work collectively. So we can lead to a world of peace and harmony. You can't look for something exterior to solve the interior. Even with politicians and all of that. Now we can do that collectively with money and stuff like that. We've got to build our communities and then we got to come to these politicians with money because that's what they hear. That's what they're moved by. They're not moved by emotions. I mean, I understand that we have lost so many black brothers and sisters to the hands of police and evils out here, different evils. But guess what? The truth is they don't care because they are ran by money, these corporations, and unless you're going to come up With your money, unless you're willing to not buy some of them gym shoes, go out on some of them trips, some of them hair weaves and everything else, unless you're not willing to put that aside, or maybe you don't have to put that aside, but just constantly put some money to the side and we put it together to make our demands, then we ain't even talking about nothing. Nobody, people don't care about tears. We're not in a world that is moved from emotion to where it's beneficial emotions get some things done but not what we need done is what i'm saying so we got to do the work people i hope that i will see you 
episode two. I hope you will return. I hope you will share this with someone. I hope that you won't be mad at me and actually listen to what I have to say. I hope you subscribe. And I love you for coming and just click and play. I look forward to talking to y'all again. Thank you for listening to episode one of the Sacred Safe Space Podcast.